and welcome to A Break from the Grind. I'm your host, Jason, and with me, as always, my co-host, George. Say hi to the people, George. I, I am just undefeated, Jason. You, 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 you defeated me. I, I wasn't going to admit it, but we've been trying to start this show now for over 25 minutes, and you've just gone down this rabbit hole of backgrounds that are on Skype that is just... Uh, and there's nothing I can do to stop you at this point. No. So uh, what most of the listeners don't know or don't care about is that we are recording via Skype. Um, and actually, that's mostly because when I bought the MacBook after we had our long hiatus or during our long hiatus, uh, I never got any of the recording programs from the PC that I used to have onto the MacBook. So the easiest way for us to record is on Skype. And our guest, our special guest tonight. Uh, you know him, you love him from Toilets to Titles. Justin Stevens, give it up for Justin, uh, is on the show, and he pointed out that we're using antiquated services uh, like Skype. So, Justin, welcome to the show. Yeah, man, I had to download Skype because I haven't used it in so long. <laughs> like, I thought this was hot when I was in high school. Well, to be fair, you still teach in a high school, so it's still hot. Uh, technically, I teach at home now, but uh, and I don't even really teach anymore. It's kind of confusing, but uh, <laughs> I think it's come on that I was actually a fraud, so they just put me behind a computer at my at my desk in my house. But and I tried to use your virtual classroom to record this show, but you said no. Um, that's because my virtual classroom is is in my dining room, and I'm not wearing pants. Well, I mean, yeah. sounds like a good time to me. I was thinking, you know, if not wearing pants is almost a requirement on this show. Hey, guys, I told you that that stays in Canton, all right? <laughs> no, no, what stays in Canton is you rolling around on the floor holding your foot while we all laugh at you. I stubbed my toe, and the first thing that you <laughs> bastards do is pull out your phone to take pictures. What the hell? <laughs> so, 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 so for those of you who, who don't know, so we, we went to Canton for the Fantasy Football Expo. Me, Jason, and Justin were all sharing an, an Airbnb. Justin may or may not have been a little bit inebriated that evening. And he went into Jason's room, and after he was done cuddling with Jason, he got up and stubbed his toe on the bed, which was absolutely hysterical. And instead of checking on him to make sure he's okay, Jason's lying in his bed dying laughing. So I walk in. And I see Justin laying on the floor, basically crying, holding his foot. Jason's in his bed, dying, laughing. And my first instinct is to grab my cell phone and take pictures because, well, memories, right? Like, we want to have memories of this stuff. That, that's what he's, he's, he's crying about. I, I, Justin, I was going to point out, my first reaction was not to get the camera. It was to laugh until I cried. <laughs> and... I wish that I could say that there were so many partial truths in what George just said, but actually that's, that's pretty spot on for the most part. <laughs> so, yeah. I had won a really nice bottle of whiskey um, earlier that day for a mock draft. I did that got voted as the best draft and I celebrated. So, um, but the best part of that whole story, <laughs> that's, that was during a podcast that we were doing and I was just trying to kind of mess around and, and add spice to the show or, and people were talking about how we were all staying in a house together. So I gave them something to talk about. And so after all this happens, we're still going on air and George leaves his computer wide open on the back deck. And my 12 year old nephew yep. runs out there and gets some, uh, some screen time on the show. Um, so uh, kudos to that man for stepping up and filling in when we were all preoccupied. Listen, that, that little son of a bastard, uh, he, he he crushed it that weekend. Like, hey, like, I mean, he had the weekend of his life. That's all I'm saying. Yep. He still talks about it. He can't wait to go back next year. Uh, I, mean, sure. I mean, can you blame he, him? He wants, a, he wants a booth next to that OnlyFans girl. <laughs> that was so horrible. Like, man, I get there were only a couple of kids there, but. Jesus. I wasn't worried about the kids, but, you know, it's got to be uncomfortable. OK, so uh, to expound at the conference, the actual conference on Sunday, there was uh, a gentleman who was promoting some kind of fantasy football, like real world kind of situation where he was going to have um, he was going to have 12 league mates live in a house. And then I think whoever 
whoever the worst team was got, you know, left each week or something. I don't know. It was some kind of reality show he was going to do with fantasy football. And to help promote it, he hired an OnlyFans girl to come be at the show. And, you know, the, the kids, that's whatever. You know, if you're an adult, you can kind of guide your kid around what that is and, and you know, just kind of explain it away. Imagine paying to have a booth and being put next to that because for the most part, people were trying to avoid this like the plague. And so everybody was rushing past that booth. Right. And then the dude was getting pissed at the girl because he wasn't getting people come to to come to his booth. Like, yeah, dude, like we don't care about your booth right now. Like (laughs) it was it was pathetic. Uh, I, I'm sure I'm sure that they're going to have a conversation about that for next season and or next year. And uh, hopefully, you know, we don't have anything like that again. But Well, and you also got to remember, like, this was a fantasy football thing. And I'm not saying that, like, people who play fantasy football are nerds, but like they're definitely uh, socially awkward, we'll say. <laughs> so 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 like you had people who were trying to look but not trying to look. And, and like, it just, it, it made a lot of people uncomfortable. Let's, what I'm, we'll just say that. What I'm getting at is Justin didn't really stub his toe in my bedroom. He stubbed his toe trying not to look at this booth. <laughs> so, so you're saying the booth was in your bedroom? I mean, maybe. Either, I that, or, either that or Jason had the OnlyFans going on his phone in his bedroom, one or the other. I noticed, too, that she had her phone out trying to do, like, uh, one of her OnlyFans. And was trying to show guys next to her, and they were like walking away from her. Yeah, everybody like, was like covering their face. Like, I'm yeah, not gonna right. be, like, you know, I'm not gonna be part of this video. Uh oh. Hey, I'm getting a look from the executive producer. We need to move on to another subject. <laughs> I completely didn't even really think about it. <laughs> except, except every night I was there. <laughs> I subscribed. <laughs> Don't worry about what that five ninety nine that's coming out every totally every month is for. <laughs> it's way different. Jason, you're not editing this out. This is nope, all staying. This is, all staying <laughs> this is the first time we've had a guest on the show where his wife is is lecturing him while right. we're doing the show. Um, so yes, I am from Toyless and Titles, and we are constantly looking for sponsors. So if there's any good divorce lawyers out there, I'm starting to get a little worried. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not 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 only that, but if you can't sponsor us, like Justin's willing to start his own OnlyFans to pay for it. <laughs> oh man, so this is show no- 99, Justin. You almost made 100. How do you feel about that? Oh, okay. I said this is show 99. You almost made 100. Are you serious? Yeah, this is yeah, 99th show. Yeah, I guess I'm coming back next week. Well, we were trying to think, <laughs> we were trying to think of what we were going to do for a hundred. I pitched to George's wife that it would just be the wives doing a show. Uh, George's jo- George's wife had nothing wanted nothing to do with that. Absolutely nothing to do with that. She said, with without saying as much, absolutely not. I have an idea. Okay. Oh, shit. No, because it, it would require that I come back on again. And I don't know that I necessarily want to just push myself in there and say, hey, bring me back on next time. But I was thinking you give me like the email address to your wives. I know oh. this is already starting off bad, but um, I will just... send them a list of questions about you guys. And we play like a newlywed game type of thing and see which one of you know your wives better. I'm down with that. But hey, uh... I'm down with that. So hold on, Justin's wife. I'm sorry. What's your wife's name again? Lori. Lori. Okay. Lori. Uh, not only is he into OnlyFans, but now he wants to reach out to mine and George's wife. Also, my wife really likes gummies, so she's in kind of a good mood right now. So. Uh... <laughs> Um, be careful with uh, with what you ask her. You might get too honest of an answer that I may not want out there. So 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 here's what we could do. Like I'm down to have Justin email my wife and 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 send her a list of questions to see how well we know her. But I mean, Jason, like we should probably be able to have the same opportunity to email Lori. I agree. 
It should be a th- I am down for a hundred show bringing Justin back, but we have to have a three way uh newlyweds game. <laughs> oh, keep it's a key party. This math doesn't add up. I, I only taught math for a few years, but if there's three of us and three of them, that's more than a three way. I, I meant relationship wise. Okay. Well this that that math still doesn't add up. I don't think I don't think I'm down for this. I was told there was no math involved in this show. <laughs> I reserve the right to save my relationship status until after this show when I can ask him some of my own questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so great. I thought I thought I was going to enjoy this show. Fuck. <laughs> Listen, I can tell you, I know three people who are really enjoying this show. Me, Jason, and Lori. <laughs> yeah, everybody else is tuned out already. No, no, no. Everybody else is also enjoying the show. I think you're on that island by yourself there, buddy. It's a, it's a lonely place. <laughs> so, three, so just we, like a three hour tour. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so Justin, why don't, why don't you take an opportunity to hear, tell everybody a little bit about yourself if they're not familiar with you, other than the fact that, uh, A, you're looking for a divorce attorney and B, uh, you have this sick obsession with OnlyFans and C, you, uh, to work with toilets for titles. Tell us all a little bit about your background. Uh, okay, sure. So um, it all started in 1982. <laughs> uh, no, uh, no. So I'm from Indiana, um, a small town in East Central Indiana, and uh, uh, small town boy. Joined the military, much like you, George, at a very ripe young age when uh, I could barely grow hair on my face and. Um, um, I didn't uh, I didn't go all gung ho Marine with it like you. I uh, I went all National Guard with it to pay for college and then chose not to go to college. <laughs> so <laughs> same here. <laughs> so um yeah I, I'm a I'm an academic advisor uh, for a high school that I used to be a teacher for. They got smart and now they keep me away from children. Um so uh, so there's that. Um I try to share out as much as possible to our, to my students, some of our other episodes when they're definitely family friendly, they're definitely not getting their hands on this episode. I can promise you that. (laughs) That was my next question, to be honest. What what school was that again? I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, not going to say it. And, uh, and I'm kind of glad that that box right there is hiding the logo on my shirt. I just realized that I, uh, (laughs) okay. Um, but, uh, oh wait, no, it's not video anyway. They're never going to know. Um, anyhow, so, uh, so yeah, so I have, uh, I've been teaching for probably a total of like five years of my life. If you include the two separate times at a couple different locations, but, uh, I love kids. I love, I love the type of kids that we work with. We work with kids that, uh, um, that used to go to a traditional school, but can no longer handle school at a traditional school for whatever reason, whether it's because they got into a lot of trouble or they're, they're bullies or they're being bullied or they just don't get it and they need a slower pace. Um, so, so we work with, uh, with underprivileged, uh, teens. So that's kind of the, the, the long and the short of it. Happily married to a, a very beautiful executive producer of toilets and titles, um, with two boys, um, my boys are uh, 21 and 17. I don't know, senior in high school and uh, uh, a kid going to college. So, yeah, that's it. That's that's a little bit about me. And and I really brought down the show by getting all personal. Well, you know, you don't look old enough to have a 21 year old, but I guess, you know, I guess I just started late because you guys both have older kids, and I'm I'm was, older than Justin. Unlike you, Jason, I was getting late in high school. <laughs> No, uh, so we tr- that uh, I mean get it. So talking about getting personal, we tried uh, with my daughter for like two years before before having a kid. Um, and what my wife doesn't know is I'm slipping her birth control, so we could just keep trying. <laughs> is that what? Those Honey, are? it's time for your vitamins. <laughs> I swear, I don't know why it's not working. <laughs> well, let's try it again. I'm up for it. Let's go. Well, I mean, you guys both live in Florida, so if you need any help, I'm sure George will help you out. No, Jason's uh, wife doesn't like me. That ship sailed. That's not true. She likes you. <laughs> I wonder why. That, that ship has sailed, though. Uh, my wife got herself fixed now. No more kids. Yep. Congratulations. Uh, look, 
I'm 42, so like that's way gone now for me. Yeah. My uncle was in his 60s when he had his last child. Yeah, Did well, that was. That, yeah, oh, listen, if I'm in my 60s, having another kid's not a bad thing. You know why? I get about 10 years until I need to be taken care of too. So I'm only taking care of that kid till I'm like 70. And then after that, either I'm dead or somebody's changing my diapers with his diapers. I don't know. Like, Listen, if your kid is still wearing diapers at 10, you have failed. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I can understand changing your diapers, Jason. That's fine, right? Like, okay, I'm down with this. But like, if they're changing your kid's diapers too, 10 years after you have him, you have failed, my friend. So I have to say this. One... George is completely okay with changing my diaper. He just said it. Listen, I, I mean, it, it, it is what it is, right? Like, I mean, a diaper needs to be changed. It needs to be changed. I'm just hoping it's not that of a 10-year-old child. Let's do this right. George, when we're done with this show, I need you to come over. Yeah, we, we, need, to, we need to try this out. I've been saving. It, it'll, be, it'll be late because we started the show late. It has to be you too, Jason, because George texted me while I was waiting on the invite and told me that he was on the John as we uh, as we were getting ready for the show. So he's all cleaned out. And oh, absolutely. Oh, I'm cleaned no, out for no, sure. no, 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 no. Wait, what you don't understand is George goes more often than any man I've ever met in my life. And it's, not just, <laughs> well, it's just not. We've seen the diet. So <laughs> but also, it's not just George. I did not need those pictures sent in that text message, by the way. Oh, those weren't meant for you. I just sent them to the wrong person. Oh, you got another Justin that you send those kind of texts to? Listen, man doesn't kiss and tell. It's, and with George, it's not just the amount of time he actually goes to the bathroom. It's the amount of time he's in the bathroom. Listen, listen. I didn't think anybody was going to get a chance. He was in there for like 45 minutes. <laughs> no, I was not. The first, so just, the first night, I, I, the first night we, were, we were in Ohio, like I'm not used to hard water. Right. I sat there trying to get the soap <laughs> off my arms and off my chest and that shit would not come off. And I didn't know what the hell was going on. So I have it's story time, Justin. And I know our audience, if, if you're still listening to this and if you stuck with us uh, through our hiatus, our audience knows this because I brought this up on the podcast before. So, Justin, you may know this. You've listened. But years ago, when Colin Kaepernick first started taking a knee at work, Everybody was kind of discussing it and whatever, whatever. And and I kind of said, like, in a group of people said, how many of you actually stand for the national anthem if you're at home on your couch watching the game? Ninety five percent of the people in the room were like, yeah, we don't do that. Right. Like, you don't stand like why George raised his hand. George is a guy who he hears the national anthem. He stands for the national anthem. So I'll have you know, Justin, I have on multiple occasions walked into the bathroom and played Whitney Houston's national anthem while George is sitting on the toilet. And Jason, what was my response? George stands, uh, he pinches the loaf and he stands up like a goddamn American. Damn right I do. God bless you, sir. <laughs> that that re- reminds me of that TV show when we were kids, Salute salute Your Shorts or Salute Your <laughs> Salute Your Shorts, <laughs> shorts yeah. with the underwear up the flagpole. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, just a tip, like I'm, I'm telling you this now so you remember next year in Canton. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Hold on. I get, I... So here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. Like, and, and I'll stand. It's a little bit different from from when I'm going to the bathroom at work behind a private stall to where when we're in Canton and Justin opens up the bathroom door and I'm sitting there on the crapper and he can look at me. You don't have. Well, I mean, look, he can open the door. You've given him that permission, but he can play the. Listen, I leave leave it on. I leave leave it unlocked for a reason. Yeah, I guess who's going to be laughing and taking pictures then. That's fine. Just don't get jealous. Well, so how great would it be if he stubs his toe trying to get up? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. So I had a, Jason, I actually had a fat guy food tip for you guys. All right. So, uh, but, but the, the fat guy food tip got discontinued. Yeah. So yeah, that we discussed tonight. Oh, wait. Okay. never mind. You say it got discontinued. Never mind. Well, yeah, we could save it for 100. Well, well, no, I no, I'll say it now because because you can't do it. So you okay. used to be able to go online for Chipotle. Oh yeah. And okay. order a single taco, and then what you do is you get 
all these free items on the side. So you get the rice on the side, you get the uh, chipotle sauce on, or the salsa on the side, the corn on the side, cheese on the side, sour cream on the side, get all that on the side. And then you get one burrito wrap on the side as well. And it, it comes out to like $3 and 47 cents. And you could get, you could, you could order a Chipotle burrito for $3 and 47 cents. And you just got to make it yourself at home, huh? Yeah. Just dump all the stuff into the wrap. Just you know, put it all in the wrap. You know, the problem is with that is like, I've had really good burrito. Like they wrap their burritos pretty well. I can't do that. Like I, I've tried. I've looked up YouTube videos. It's kind of like tying my own tie. I've, I've gotten better at that, honestly. But I can't roll my own burrito to save my life. So then what happens is I take a bite from the top of that burrito and everything falls out the bottom. So here's what you do. That's so here's what here's what you do. Get the burrito bowl first off. If you're paying for just the burrito, you're 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 selling yourself short. Okay. Because you're gonna get more. Of, of the toppings and everything else you're going to get more if you go with the burrito bowl so you go with the burrito bowl and then what you do is you ask for two tortillas on the side right not a big deal it's as much as cheese on a whopper it's not a big deal anybody can get that and then what you do is you bring it back to your table you open the burrito bowl and it's so massive you just take half of it put it as your burrito and you can like you can manage and roll that up and it's still a big, huge fat burrito. And, but you have another half that's left over that you can eat at a time uh, uh, to be term to be determined later. All right. I'm in. I mean, I'm out cause I don't really eat Chipotle anymore, but I'm in. I like the, I like the tip. Anytime I can get a lot of food for a little bit of money, this fat guy's happy. Just the tip. That's all Jason wants. Uh, any bit, any more and I'm full. <laughs> So, but uh, Jason, you said you had a game for us to play. Um, I have, I have one as well. Do you want to start with yours and then we'll go to mine? Sure, sure. And uh, so I'm sticking with the um, pop culture kind of like last week or the last show we did. You did cartoons from the 80s and 90s, yep. which was it 80s, 90s, or both. Uh, so what I've got here are movies that are similar, which has a higher rating on Rotten Tomato. Okay, and so I'll have you both guess, and then we can guess. You can guess whether they're close or far apart, and who, which one's higher. Okay, so for example, uh, Dante's Peak and the movie Volcano both came out at the same in the same year. They're both volcano movies. Now, Dante's Peak has Pierce Brosnan, Volcano has Tommy Lee Jones. With that in mind, George, Justin, which one's higher on Rotten Tomatoes? Was Volcano the, also the one with Tom Hanks? No, that's Joe versus the Volcano, and that was in the 80s. Okay, well, that definitely would not have very high ratings on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with Dante's Inferno. Or Dante's Peak. Dante's Peak. Dante's, Dante's Inferno. Dante's Inferno is about hell. That's a different movie. Totally different thing. I'm going with Dante. So okay. So four different movies to choose from. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go with Volcano, but I think it's probably pretty close. Okay, uh, it is... Volcano with Tommy Lee Jones, the one that nobody ever heard of, and probably because nobody ever heard of it, it's got high ratings. Uh, Volcano is at 49%, and Dante's Peak is at 28%. I can honestly say I, I have not seen either one of those movies. Uh, I've seen Dante's Peak. It is worth every bit of that 28%. Uh, so so judging, by the, judging by the scores, I'm not missing much. All right. Armageddon and Deep Impact. Now, obviously, both end of the world movies um, came out within the same within 12 months of each other. I think it was uh, two different years, but it was separated by less than 12 months. And oddly enough, both of these could also be adult films. Could be. Could yes, be. yes, they could. Justin, you can go first on this one. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Armageddon. I think uh, I think that this one I, I I feel almost like Jason's gonna ask this one as a curveball because it seems so obvious it should be Armageddon, um, but uh, <clears throat> but in my mind I think it's Armageddon by a landslide. I I, I agree it's it's Armageddon. Uh, you guys both would be absolutely incorrect on this one. Deep Impact gets a 46 wow. and Armageddon gets a 37. Now. Interesting. Now, none of these are actually interesting facts, but I have to say interesting fact because I know the fact uh, it is 100 percent 
swapped when you talk about the viewer score on Rotten Tomato versus the reviewer score. The reviewer score okay. is for the reviewer score is forty six to thirty seven Deep Impact. For for the viewer score, like Armageddon has an eighty five percent like score for like the audience, and Deep Impact is way lower. Okay, um, so let's go with, because neither Justin nor myself are movie reviewers. We not, we would fall underneath the category of fans. So let, let let's go with with not the 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 well, the reviewer score. We're yeah, going. All that does is that just shows us that movie reviewers have no soul. When Bruce Willis pushes him out and shuts that door, if that didn't get spoiler alert ratings of all time, it, yeah, the spoilers are thrown out the window <laughs> when it's that old. But. <laughs> Like, I mean, Bruce Willis had hair then, so it's been a while. <laughs> M- M- Michael Clark Duncan singing, uh, uh, I-, I don't want to go, I don't want to leave, or whatever the song was. Like, come on, man. So, okay, two things. One, I didn't get the audience scores for every one of these, so we're going by reviewer score, because uh, oh, I already have them typed up. But two, but two, the reason I think Deep Impact probably has a higher score is because they had the nuts to actually destroy the eastern seaboard of the United States with an actual comet, and like Armageddon had no go- like Armageddon had no guts in it to actually destroy anything. Of course, the day was going to be saved by Bruce Willis in that movie. So, and and for three, George, what he's trying to say is it's his game, so fuck off. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. He was trying right. to say that politely. Uh, so okay, so number three, it. And Killer Clowns from Outer Space. The, and I put it, the original, from eight, from the 80s. So I'm going to go, it's Killer Clowns from Outer Space, because the, the people who review these movies are fucking idiots. Okay. Oh, man, I wish I knew what the reviewers were scoring on, though. You know what I mean? Like, well, that, just, that's, that, that's why I'm, I'm going to go the opposite of what I think it should be, because I, have, I, I feel like that's the winning route. Because, I mean, to be honest, the original it, was only great because it really like it messed with your head. So like the the you know, the newer one is obviously a much better movie. But man, I, I loved Killer Clown the the Killer Clowns growing up, dude. So like I feel like maybe shit. All right, so you went with Killer Clowns, right, George? I did. I did absolutely. All right, that's what my heart wants to go with, but I'm gonna go with it. All right, so George wins that one. Told you. I, I wanted to go with it. I, I thought that would be the better of the two movies. But, but we're going off of what these reviewers think, and these guys are idiots. The problem is you're wrong because the original It was only okay, but Killer Clowns from Outer Space was it was an amazing piece of film. Yeah, see, I, I went the opposite. Like, I wanted to go Killer Clowns, but I thought that maybe Jason was setting us up, making us think, well, there's no way it's the Killer Clowns, so we better pick the Killer Clowns because that's what Jason's going to do. So, in other words, Jason's in my head. Well, and I'm pairing I'm pairing two movies that are typically some of these will be pretty easy, but I'm pairing two movies that are that have similarities or at least have a relationship with each other in a way, shape or form. Uh, And some of these I'm trying to make like this one where uh, it really will screw with your head, because like the next one's Forrest Gump and Shawshank Redemption. Oh, I hate you. Now, now these two movies were both up for best picture in the same year. In that same year, Four Weddings and a Funeral, Quiz Show, Shawshank Redemption, Forrest Gump, and uh, Pulp Fiction were all up for Best Picture. It was a really good year for movies, uh, and it was a very good year for Best Picture. I get to go first this time, right? Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, I. so both of them are, are definitely top ten movies of all time in my book. One of them cracks into the top five. Uh, I, I'm not anytime Shawshank Redemption is brought up, I'm never not going to choose it. So I'm, I'm going Shawshank. Jason, what is my favorite movie of all time? Shawshank Redemption. So guess where I'm going? Forrest Gump. No, I'm going Shawshank. OK, so you're both correct on that. And actually, it's not particularly close for Rotten Tomatoes. It's 91 to 71. I so I, I think that's fair. I, I think I mean. Forrest Gump definitely deserves better than 71, but I don't know how much higher because at a certain point, it's such a long movie. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. And, and, uh, and it actually, it, Forrest Gump won best picture that year. So, um, it actually beat out Shawshank, which I, I do think is a travesty because Shawshank is the better film. Um, so number five on this list, little giants versus the Sandlot. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh man. I'm, I'm going to go with the Sandlot. Yeah. I, I tried to play the contrarian, but I can't this time. I, I, you know what? You know what? You know what? This is one where this is one where Jason's messing with us again. I'm I'm going with the little giants. Okay, and George would be correct here. <laughs> uh, I thought it would be closer because I really love both movies, but uh, it was 64 to 36. Movie go the like Rotten Tomatoes really hated this movie. Like they really hated Al Bundy in this movie, I guess. But uh, I thought it was great. Um, no, okay, so number six, Waterworld versus The Postman. So I, I have a confession to make. Yeah. I actually enjoyed Waterworld. Uh, look, I enjoyed it for what it was, too, honestly. My, the, prob- my... the problem was, is it, it like, they sold it as a James, Cam- James Cameron-style, like, fu- yeah. future, like, dystopia, and it was really campy and not all that, like, aesthetically pleasing to like actually visually watch like it was a decent story and it was fun to it was a fun I, i'm gonna have a confession here too i like the postman but it was also a very terrible movie i don't think that's a bad confession i like the postman okay so uh we've got Waterworld versus the postman two flops by kevin costner and uh, well agree to disagree i mean box office flops for sure okay fair i'm going with the postman I, I thought uh, it was a great film. I, I'm 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 going to agree with him with the Postman. Okay, so you both said the Postman. You both are wrong. Waterworld had 45 percent. The Postman had what is the lowest. And by the way, when you see uh, some of the movies we're going to get to, and understand that this is lower than some of those, this had the lowest of anyone that I looked up at eight percent. You know, I don't mind losing when George loses. Also. <laughs> Well, I wasn't sure which way to go, so be, since you went first, Justin, I just copied your answer. Does that say you can keep the lead? <laughs> You're damn right. I'm not keeping <laughs> score, but I really feel like I'm sucking so far, so. Uh, I'm honestly not – no, I am kind of keeping story, score, so – okay. So the next one is uh, Truman Show versus Ed TV. So I, I've never seen Ed TV, so I'm going to go with the Truman Show. I've never seen Ed TV either, so I'm gonna go with Ed TV. Okay, and uh, George is keep George is keeping up the streak of whomping on that ass. Not only, not only is the Truman Show ahead here, 95 to 64, but at 95, the Truman Show is the highest one that I looked at within this game. It's odd. I enjoyed the Truman Show, don't get me wrong, but 95 to 64 and 95, we're putting. Putting them ahead of Shawshank Redemption is just a bridge too far for me. Putting them ahead of Forrest Gump is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed the movie. It was a great a great concept for a movie, and it really makes you think. I even kind of enjoyed it a second time. It's just not one of those movies that I could watch over and over. And, and in nope. my mind, that's that's how you should you know rate a movie. The next one is No Strings Attached or Friends with Benefits. Now, I'd be surprised if either one of you would watch these movies. Uh, but they came out within the same year. They're both about uh, a male and female actor and actress not falling in love with each other and saying that they're only going to have sex. Um, so that's No Strings Attached and Friends with Benefits. I believe one of these is Ashton Kutcher and one of them is Justin Timberlake, and I'm honestly not sure which is which. Well, then I, you can't just give me the one that was Justin Timberlake thing if you don't know which one it was. Cause um, look, uh, give it, me one knowing second. The, not knowing the movies, that's what I'm going by. I, I, I want the, the Justin Timberlake one. Friends with Benefits is Justin Timberlake. That's the one I was going to take. Okay, you guys would be correct. 48, uh, 68 to 48, crushing The Postman, by the way. Uh, the next one is uh, interesting as well. We've got Paul Blurt Mall Cop against... Yeah. Against Observe and Report, and if you don't know what Observe and Report is, it's also a mall cop movie uh, where Seth Rogen is a mall cop. Okay, yes, yes, I've seen it, I've seen it, I've seen it, and oh, it's not my turn. I'm going Paul Blart. Come on, man, the mall cop. They they made a sequel of that. That's how good it was. Yeah, I believe it was the sequel when that uh, that security guard gets uh, horse kicked. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to, I have to. I have to look something up real quick because I, I have a suspicion about something, uh, but I want to verify it before I say it. 
And like when it when he keeps uh, he has hypoglycemia and he keeps passing out, and he's trying to reach for <laughs> his phone to get to the sucker. <laughs> God, I wish I, I I honestly wish we were doing a live stream right now. So you guys could all see Justin tilt his head to the left and go. <laughs> okay, so so I was correct on this. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull this back up. So observe and report uh, actually was 51 to 34 favorite over Paul Blart Mall Cop. The idea that the sequel uh, was made because Paul Blart was so good probably is ruined by the fact that the sequel has a lower rating than the Postman, only getting six percent. But but that was by the Raiders. That was not by the people. Uh, the people were. I am a man of the people. Okay, so the people actually only gave it a 33%. Which is a lot higher than the than postman. Six. Well, so I didn't see what the people gave the postman. If you want to know that score, uh, give me another moment, please. So so what is higher, Justin? Uh, the sequel or the postman for the from the people? So the Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 was 33%. What was the postman? Or which was higher? Uh-huh. This won't. This one won't count towards the score, by the way. You said uh, 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 Paul Blart Part 2? Was 33% according to the people. What was the So posting? does that mean that the sequel got a higher rating than the original? No, no, no. The original – so the sequel, the sequel got 6% from the reviewers, whereas the original got 34%. But George wanted to know what the people thought, and the people thought that the sequel got a 33%. Personally, I think that the postman should be should be at about forty to forty one. But I feel like after hearing you guys bash it so much, it's probably not that high. The people thought that the postman was a fifty percent movie. So no, see, it's Kevin Costner. People love Kevin Costner. Uh, if you if he makes it, they will come. Even in Yellowstone, people love him. All right, uh, Olympus has fallen, and White House down. I like them both. If if I don't if I don't go with the Gerard Butler movie, then my wife maybe actually really will divorce me. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Olympus Has Fallen. And I'm gonna I'm gonna second that one. Okay, this was the closest of any of the movies that we did, uh, and you were both incorrect. Fifty one to fifty, White House down. Bam. All right, number eleven, and I got twenty of these. We can we can cut some out if you'd like, but I I'm I'm having fun. This one, uh, this one is Braveheart versus Gladiator. Oh, oh I don't like you. Dude, right off the bat, I was like, well, it's going to be Braveheart no matter what the fuck he says. And then he says, oh, man, this is tough. Oof. I'm going to go Gladiator. Are you not entertained? That uh, was a horrible impression, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> how about, how about freedom no no it was better than so i gotta be honest it was better than your are you not entertained it it was a lot better all right well that explains why none of the kids ever get any i never get any kind of reaction in the classroom from the kids when i do those impressions but also probably because those movies were made before way before they were born yeah Braveheart. Give me Braveheart. I, I can't I can't not pick Braveheart. Uh, I was talking earlier about the most watchable movies that I would watch several times over. I was talking earlier about my top five. Braveheart's my number one. It's the 101. If it's on, I'm watching it, and I don't... It, it, yeah. It's Justin just built up Braveheart. I can't wait for him to lose this one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he is getting quartered here because uh, Gladiator won 78 to 76. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's fair. They're they're both really great movies. They are. So I'm I'm surprised you didn't go Gladiator or The Patriot. I will say this much though: my entire life, I've been told that I was like mostly Irish and Scottish, and we did that 23andMe stuff and found out that I am like 81% uh, English, like like you know UK. You're on the wrong side of history. Are you sad the that the Queen? I feel like I'm a. Uh, I've been betraying my own people because the entire time, like I've always rooted for William Wallace. Like I'm, I am team William Wallace. Even now that I know that my ancestors were douchebags. Hey, Justin, I'm sorry about the queen. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, kind of probably a little too soon there. uh, It kind of just happened. I'm not sure. But what I will say though, is that my wife killed Betty White. Uh, I need that story before we go on to number 12. Okay. So the story is, is um, it was it was before um, New Year's because she she passed away like just before New Year's. And 
we were sitting in the living room and it just out of nowhere, it just hit her. And she looked up and she was like, Oh my God, Betty White's going to die soon. Like she's this, this might, this, this might be, she may not have another new year's or maybe it was after new year's maybe. And she said it was new year's Eve. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The day she died, she said it on the day she died like that morning. Like, and it kind of freaked me out. And, and it happened another time too. Who was it? Was it, was it William Saget or Bob Saget? I forget who the other one was, but it's happened like two or three times. Like she's, she is the kiss of death. So that's why I try my best to stay on her good side. Jason, you know what I took from all of that? I don't want, I don't want Justin's wife to predict when I'm going to die. That's absolutely true. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Just one look at me with the, with the way I look and she'd be like, yeah, he's soon. (laughs) Soon as in the next 20 minutes. When I and, said my wife killed Betty White and you wanted to hear the story, you thought it was going to be funny. All right, number 12. I'm going to move on before I do get that stroke of death. God, sweet, sweet release. Anyway, Tombstone or Wyatt Earp? Oh, dude. These are great. Like, most of these are great films. I'm going to go Tombstone. And I'm behind, so I need to go Wyatt Earp. But if you want the W, go Tombstone. No, because I'll still be behind, but I, oh man, there were a lot, a lot of great actors in Tombstone. There was. There was. Yeah, I'm gonna go Tombstone. I I hate to do it. I, I need to be the contrarian and catch up. It's gotta well, be Tombstone. Well, you are lucky, Justin, because it is Tombstone. It's actually not very close. It's probably the widest margin we have at 74 to 31. So uh good job picking up the not digging yourself a shallow western the grave there. We've anyway, so uh thirteen, we've got the illusionist with Ed Norton and Prestige with Christian Bale. Both magician films. No idea. I've never seen either of them. I guess I'll go Ed Norton. Uh I'm gonna go Ed Norton as well. But for the record, I've never seen either of these. Yeah, they're both they're like so by Rotten Tomato standards, considering Forrest Gump got a seventy one, they both have uh high ratings. Prestige is 76, Illusionist 73. You guys both lost on this one. Yeah, I'm going Christian Bale. <laughs> all right, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to give it to Justin. Hey, all right. <laughs> uh, he's still down a shit ton. All right, number 14, Independence Day or Mars Attacks? Independence Day, that's an easy one. What year was Mars Attacks? Same year as Independence Day. Okay, Independence Day. Yeah, and, and the funny thing is, and you're both correct, Independence Day 67, Mars Attacks 56, it's actually closer than you'd expect. The funny thing about that is um, Mars Attacks actually started filming first, and then when they found out Independence Day was coming out, uh, the director, and I forgot his name now, went back to the studio and said, like, look, we have to have some more budget because they're getting ready to blow us out of the water. All right. And they just blew up the White House. That's exactly the case. <laughs> um so the next one, probably neither one of you have seen it, but maybe you have either one of these movies. They're both considered the biggest box office flops in the last uh, decade or so. I can't remember when either one of these came out, but at the time, both considered giant box office flops. Uh, one is John Carter and the other is the Lone Ranger. Uh, Johnny Depp's the Lone Ranger. Johnny Depp was Tonto, I think, in this Lone Ranger. I'm not taking the Lone Ranger. I'm going to go with the other one. What was the other one? Uh, John Carter. And you said they're both flops? Both giant box office flop. All right. Well, give me the Lone Ranger just because Johnny Depp's in it. Okay. So George won again. Um, The story behind John Carter, because Karen, when I was doing this, my wife asked me, what is what is the big? I said, I said, do you remember the name of that big box office flop? She's like, well, that narrows it down. I'm like, you know, the future dude. And she's like, what are you talking about? So I had to go look up the. Once I figured out what it was, I had to go get the synopsis of the movie. It's a Civil War veteran moved into the future 2,000 years or something like that. And and I have no idea why anybody thought that would be a worthwhile movie, but it still beat The Lone Ranger 52 to 31. 52 seems kind of high. It really does, considering. I mean, that's Paul, I, I, Blart, that's Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 uh, audience member percentages right there. I, I, I've never seen either one of those movies. All right, this one uh, this one should be Justin's favorite, especially considering the only fan. Uh, we've got Showgirls uh, with uh, with what's her name from Saved by the Bell, and then Striptease. 
How? Yeah, Jesse from uh, Saved by the Bell. And then Striptease with Demi Moore. I'm going to go Striptease because Demi Moore was freaking awesome in that movie. No idea. I'm going to go with the other one. And I like how George's or uh, Justin's wife's sitting there. Uh, so he has laid off like he's never seen either one of these on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's what year were they made? I had to have been like young because <laughs> that's why I've seen them both. <laughs> yeah, a lot. <laughs> hey, can we ask Justin's wife which one he she uh which one she would be into more striptease? Said, said the one had the girl from Saved by the Bell, so I'm guessing it couldn't have been too recent. Um. <laughs> uh, so Striptease was 1996, and Showgirls was 1995. Oh, okay, yeah, shoot. I was, I was in junior high. Well, yeah, what, right when you'd want to watch one of those movies. A exactly. Lot. Well, I guess, On repeat. <laughs> I guess if I did, I don't even remember then, because that was a long time ago, dude. Give me the one that had the, the person from uh, um, Saved by the Bell. I know well, you already guessed that one, and you already won. Are you trying oh. to lose on purpose? <laughs> Justin for, no, I'm trying Justin, to get the second point. You said I won, so... Justin's uh, Justin's trying to lose at this point. Um, you said try- I won. Okay, you won that one. Yeah, All right. So I won it twice, because I picked it twice. All right. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm going to allow it, Justin, times two. And All also, right. question number 20 is worth 47,000 points. No. Um... <laughs> So, number 17, we're almost done with this. I, I feel like we've gone too long. Uh, trading Places versus Coming to America. Oh, Coming to America. That was such a great movie. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna stay uh, uh, in second place here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with Coming to America. Uh, you had your shot. You both blew it. Trading Places uh, was better than Coming to America. 88 to 73. It, it may have been rated higher. It was not better. I mean, come on. One had the McDowell's in it, okay? I mean, come on now. Uh, it's hard to beat Eddie Murphy with Dan Aykroyd. It really is. Hey, Trading Places is not the movie that I thought it was when I was thinking in my head. I was thinking of the one where the mom and daughter swapped bodies. <laughs> I like where you're going with this, but this is not <laughs> striptease. No. <laughs> thinking in my head they were Trading Places. But what did those movies have to do with each other? Fuck, I don't know. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm a loser. I'm bad at this game. All right, how about uh, Beverly Hills Cop versus Lethal Weapon? Lethal Weapon. Uh, oh, uh, no, no, no. Lethal Weapon is a better movie, but for the purpose of this game, I'm going with Beverly Hills Cop. And I'm going to agree with him. George is playing defense, and it was a wise move because Beverly Hills Cop, 83, Lethal Weapon, 80. Listen, it's not defense when, when you know the answer is the right answer. Again, Beverly Hills Cop was when I was so young, I don't even really remember it, but I just remember how popular it was. Like, I remember people talking about it all the time. So, yeah, that that one seemed obvious to me. Okay, uh, so this one with COVID and whatnot, Contagion versus Outbreak. I've never heard of Contagion, so I'm going to go with Outbreak. Yeah, both both great films, but, uh, but Outbreak for sure. Okay, so you both lost that one. Uh, Contagion. Contagion was rated higher. It's not that good. So I listen. I think it's a lot like the Deep Impact thing, where Deep Impact had the nuts to actually hit the country. In Contagion, a lot of people actually died. In an outbreak, an outbreak, they actually contained it. They found the monkey. So I think, like, I think the what we figured out here is movie reviewers really like destruction. Now this last one, uh, this last one is uh, a two-parter. First part is Die Hard, Die Hard 2, Die Hard 3, Live Free and Die Hard, or A Good Day to Die Hard, which was number one. Okay. Die Hard, the first one. Uh, part two. The Christmas movie. Part two. Okay. Um, so it George is right. It wasn't part three. So, so George is right. It was the first one. So my my idea here was to ask you guys to put them in order. So I'm going to so, start with part one. Okay. And, and <laughs> so it's Die Hard, Die Hard 2, Die Hard 3, Live Free, and Die Hard. That's the one with the guy who was the Mac from the Mac and PC commercials. Uh, Justin something or other. Justin, you should know his name. Justin Long. That's what it was. Yeah, uh, Justin. You get the same name as you. You should automatically know. You should. You know, you, you all Justins hang out together, right? Yeah, I know who Justin Long is. 
You know, I'm you know what I'm gonna skip putting them in order. What I'm gonna tell you is for some reason the god awful one with Justin Long was number two at eighty two percent. Die Hard was one with ninety four. Uh, Die Hard with Justin Long was eighty two percent. Uh, Die Hard two was sixty nine percent. Die Hard three was fifty nine percent. And the fourth one, which I actually never saw, was fifteen percent. Now, uh, for the whole game, we can throw the rest of this out. Justin, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes, absolutely it is. How could you fucking get that one wrong? I was trying to give you the game. It, no, it, I, I got it right. It's a okay. he, he got it correct. It's, it's, he got it 100% correct. Game lights, it's at a Christmas party. It's He's trying to fight to get home to his daughter. Zero. Like, this game is over zero to zero. <laughs> hey, I'll take a tie. <laughs> I, I, I feel like like I was just wrong. <laughs> you absolutely were. All every, right. Every game that George and I ever play, he always feels like he's been done wrong. And to be honest, to be fair, he, he kind of is. Okay. Well, uh, George, you had a game. Go ahead. I did. So my game is a lot less complex and it's a lot easier than, than the game. Jason. Um, I put, listen, I put effort into this game. Yeah, you did. It was, kind of, it was kind of fun. Entirely too much. So, so <laughs> I, I, we can, yeah, way too much effort. For for what we got, there was way too much effort. Well, just because you guys both didn't score at all doesn't mean I, it wasn't worth the effort. Just a quick question. So what is the longest episode you guys have ever done? Oh, uh, two and a half, three hours. Yeah. Uh, never mind. I was going to try to shoot for it, but hell no. Okay. No, don't do that because I got to edit this thing and it'll be out next year. He's so sad, man. It's almost 11 o'clock. I better get to bed. We'll, we'll, we'll play my game real quick. It's okay. Um, hey, hey, George, do me do me a favor. Get closer to your microphone or something. It's a it's a game you may or may not have heard of. It's a it's called True or False. False. No, true. You've heard of the game. Oh, okay. <laughs> so the bunch of different categories. I'm I'm gonna skip around. I'm not gonna do every question in the category because that just would not be fair. Um, and there's a hundred different questions. So yeah, we're not gonna go through all hundred. First question: Are sharks mammals? False. Justin. Are sharks? Well, you're asking a, a sharks. Are, yeah, sharks are mammals. True or false? False. You said are be... sharks mammals? That's not a true or false question. Shut up, Justin. Yep. <laughs> Uh, sea otters have a favorite rock they use to break open food. I'm going to say true. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to say true, too. That one would be true. Two for two. Told you, this game is not that hard. Question number three. That's what she said. The blue whale is the biggest animal to have ever lived. False. True. It is True. The blue whale is the biggest animal to have ever lived, and that includes larger than dinosaurs. Okay. Uh, honestly, that question is wrong. It's well, I'm just, I, I, that I'm question going... is wrong. That Corey's penis <laughs> is the That's, answer. I was gonna say. I was gonna say the question specifically says animals, oh, but okay. I guess I mean in in a roundabout way. Uh, that that could be considered an animal. So I still feel like you got some bad information here. So I'm writing this one down, and I'm gonna try to Google it later. That's fine. Uh, all all complaints can be sent to signupgenius.com. Question number five: Bats are blind. Did, are we really on five? I thought we were on four. That's five. It's, it's five on the sheet I'm going off of. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I guess if you're not doing math, like you said earlier. Three, five. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel like question number five, false. Bats are not blind. Correct. Bats are not blind. They they find their way by using ultrasound, but their eyes work just not particularly well. Hey, Justin, I guess I don't get to answer question four or five. Why? Well, because he, he just gave the answer. It'd be dumb of me to answer <laughs> it wrong now. Oh, you <laughs> said bats are blind. Yeah, you already answered the question, Jason. Or were you just re-asking re the question? I was reiterating the question, but oh. that's okay. Well, that's okay. That's fine. I'm the Jason's, Jason's not good at this game. It takes a sloth two weeks to digest a meal. Oh. True. 
Why not? True. I'm going to say false. It is true. They have the slowest digestion time of any mammal. So they do everything slow. Sloths may, must taste bad. That's the only way there's still sloths left in this world, right? <laughs> Even the, the predators are like, nah, fuck that. I've had, I've had that. It don't taste right. <laughs> there's something wrong with that. Yeah. Because how how the hell how the hell are all these animals going extinct and the sloth still around? They may not know that they're alive. Well, that's I mean, listen, I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about like cats and shit that want to get them. Like, how is it that they can get away? An ant can lift one thousand times its body weight. False. I don't think it's that much. False. I thought it was a hundred times. Justin, how much do you think it can lift? I thought it was twenty-five times its weight. So you got the answer correct. Both of you did. The answer is false. But ants can lift 5,000 times their body weight. And I was making fun of Ant-Man for being bullshit. But you know what? Now that I know that. (laughs) (laughs) When, When exiting a cave, bats always go in the direction of the wind. I was going to say false because how the hell did they get out of the cave if there's one hole? But I'm going to say true because them, th- them things are light. They can't fly against the wind. I'm going to say false because I feel like their sonograms that they go by aren't necessarily following wind as much as resistance of the walls. So I'm saying true and Justin saying false. So Justin got this one correct. Nice. Uh, when When bats exit a cave, they always go left. all right okay all right so i i'm i'm good at this game just for the wrong reasons (laughs) so we're gonna switch over to geography okay all right so uh new york city is composed of between 36 and 42 islands new york city new york city false um and there are a lot, a lot of islands between. Thir- Why between thirty six and forty two? Like this is a definite number. <laughs> but, but they're New Yorkers. They lost count. Like somewhere, somewhere around thirty six. They're just like, you know what? It's forty one. But George is being nice and giving us a range. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna say false. There are a lot of islands, but I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say we lost George, so we will never know the answer. George is trying to count. <laughs> he's, he's got Google Map. <laughs> he gave us a range just to buy time to <laughs> Exactly. He ran out of fingers and toes. We'll never know the answer. Oh, George's internet left us too soon. <laughs> uh, hey, at least he's consistent across all shows. That's true. And, and platforms. It wasn't just StreamYard. It's, it's Skype, too. It is. It is definitely all on George and him paying that uh, Speedway gas station premium for internet. He's using his speedy rewards bucks for internet. Well, this will be the second week in a row that I'm just going to click. Like, I don't know if you listened to the last show, but the last show, right when George was going to make an announcement, his internet took a shit. Uh, so I had to I had to log back in later and, and do a, a separate little section to make the announcement without him. Um, so unless George eventually catches up to all this, which... At this point, my guess is it's not going to happen. I'm just going to close out the show and say Joe, George's game was way less successful than mine was. Um, I disagree because I did a lot better on his. <laughs> you guys tied on the other one. <laughs> Technically. <laughs> now, how am I? But how am I going to sleep tonight without knowing how many islands are in New York City? I'm looking it up right now. Okay, I appreciate that because I would not be able to sleep tonight. Your listeners would be pissed. Oh, yeah, but all three of them. Oh, it says New York City contains about 36 to 42 islands in total. Again, <laughs> is it is it because sometimes the landfills are so high that they count it? <laughs> like, there's so much pollution in this bay that we're going to say, yeah, that's high enough. We'll call that one an island. <laughs> Maybe it's the water level, depending on the time of the year. Yeah, so the other funny thing is George just popped up a Staten Island thing, but he still can't talk. I don't he hasn't texted me letting me know he's down, but that's okay. He's probably still talking right now and he doesn't realize that he's out. Yeah, it's probably true. He's he's wondering why we're quiet. Right, right. Guys, where'd they go? <laughs> it's everybody else's fault, not mine. All right, well oh, George says he can hear us. 
he says he is here. He just can't talk. I'm glad we weren't talking how about how we really feel about him. I mean, honestly, you you don't know how many times I've wished for this, knowing George was here but not being able to hear him. <laughs> now you're uh, now you're choking. Your your dreams have come true and you're choking. I am so. Anyway, George, uh, I know you can hear us. We can't hear you, so I am gonna go ahead and wrap this up. Justin, why don't you plug yourself? Um, actually, you know what? Um, I'm also looking up the largest animal ever to live. Okay, well, we'll do that before you plug yourself. All right, fine. So <clears throat> Google, that has been known to lie from time to time, does seem to agree with them that the blue whale, uh, blue whale is the uh, largest animal ever to live. But, I mean, come on. Those, those dinosaurs on Jurassic Park were fucking huge. So especially that one they made up just for that movie. That one was way bigger than a blue whale. I think George is wrong. That was an animal on Earth. It might have been a fake one. But, uh, but yeah, no, so you guys uh, can find me at Toilets of Titles. We, uh, um, Coach Sheps and I started Toilets of Titles about three years ago. Um, we have uh, fortunately been able to bring on a lot of great team members along the way, um, such as yourselves, both of you. Um, George and, and Jason have uh, been huge contributors here lately, and uh, – um, <clears throat> we, we've got a lot of guys writing articles. We've got a website, toylistatitles.com, our Patreon account, patreon.com slash toylistatitles uh, with a lot of different levels for the Patreon. So, uh, we have a lot going on there and we are growing fast. We are trying to make a push to get a thousand subscribers though. So if you're out there and you're fans of this show and I didn't run you away early on, um, and you have not subscribed to Toilist Titles yet, please go on YouTube, hit that subscribe um hit that uh, that bell so you get the notifications when we're live it is primarily a football and fantasy football podcast but even if you don't like football and you just like these goofballs uh having fun we do still have fun on the show as well so i definitely appreciate you guys having me on this has been a blast and you know i've been a fan of this show for a long time ever since the very first time i listened to the show and um <clears throat> the first time i i had it on because i was like well, I know George because I knew George through um, uh, a group chat through Fusion Fantasy Football um, that we uh, that we were in. And I was like, man, I know George. He's a great guy. This will be a fun show. I can listen to this with the kids in the car. And and sure enough, like the very first thing you guys were talking about was like comparing dick sizes or something. And I was like, all right, sorry about that. And I had to turn down. <laughs> but uh, but I've been a huge fan. I, I, now now I'm, it's really going to sound awkward when I say that I've been a huge fan ever since i heard you guys talk about comparing dick sizes but uh been a big fan of the show ever since and i've been begging you guys ever since you came on to toilets of titles to let me come on and i appreciate you finally giving in and uh and letting me do that for the 99th episode we are almost to 100 like justin said uh it sounds like we might have a game justin it was awesome to have you on this show uh and again i want to talk about toilets of titles just a little bit loved love being a part of toilets of titles i know george feels the same way uh, it's nice to have structure with Coach Sheps while also having, like, the same kind of atmosphere where you can just kind of have fun like George and I do on this show, um, especially in, like, the thousands of group chats we've kind of got going now. Toilets for Titles has shows, like, pretty much every night of the week. You know, Monday night is the waiver Wire show that you get if you're a Patreon member. Tuesday night, the show doesn't actually have a name, um, but it's it's a great show anyway. You know, they've got shows, they got DFS shows, they've got uh, other betting shows. Like I, every day of the week, basically ending with George and I on Sunday morning with uh, Mike. George says he went poop and lost his audio. That's fine. Uh, including Sunday mornings where George, I, Mike, um, Joe. Anyway, we're doing the Sunday Blitz. Start six questions. A couple hours. There's so many people on these networks. I don't. I can't tell anybody apart anymore. Um, people are in and out, going to Pearl Jam concerts. I don't know. Anyway, so um, but we're doing start shit sits right up until. And George does start shits. He does do start shits. It is toilets and titles right up until your game starts mon uh, Sunday morning. Um, so check all of that out. And if you did like BFTG, George would say this will be the second week. I don't have to actually read off George's Twitter because he used to be a, a BFTG Geo, um, but he is no longer BFTG Geo. And I know he's like George F single F U Corey um, on Twitter. And it's it's George Reed FF. I'm at BFTG Jason still. And you can email us at bftgpod at gmail.com. You can find us at bftgpodcast.com. I don't think I paid that bill, so you might not be able to find us there anymore. And uh, 
You can catch us on anywhere where you listen to fine podcasts uh, like Apple and Spotify and Google and I don't know, whatever. Uh, the They play us apparently in striptease, I think. So you can catch us all there. But until next week, uh, thank you for taking a break from your daily grind. <laughs>